Israel's Prime Minister Naftali Bennett has praised the IAEA for adopting a resolution criticizing Iran for their behavior regarding nuclear activity. Israel has also acquired a new bomb, and they're threatening Iran. As we know from Bible prophecy, World War III and the Battle of Armageddon is coming. Could any of this lead to either one of those wars? Let's talk about it. Welcome to End of the Age. I'm Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We're happy that you have joined us today. We do have open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. If you haven't heard, Israel is planning to attack Iran uh, to some degree, and we're going to talk about those details today. The Bible prophesies um, several things regarding war that will happen around Israel and the Middle East, and so we are going to cover a lot of what's happening in that region today. Uh, there are new updates that are uh, stories that just came out today. So we need to tell you about those things. That way you can be prepared for what's coming, Doug. Yeah, I mean, this region, Israel, it's like the center of Bible prophecy. It's where everything's going to happen. It's where it's all going to come to a head at the end of uh, days is where Jesus Christ is going to return, put his feet on the Mount of Olives. So anytime we have news coming out of Israel, it's always uh, a big deal. I mean, even the, the smallest story can be a big deal there. And we've cut, covered all kinds of things from, you know, prayer returning to the Temple Mount for the Jewish people to now we're talking about plans gearing up for war. You know, a couple of weeks ago, Vince, we talked about... Um, Israel making statements that uh, Iran was months away from making a bomb. Now, uh, a couple of weeks ago, I think we said they were weeks away. So this has got to make you wonder, where are we at now? Are we at days away before they can make a bomb? This is something where things are beginning to really heat up over there. So, Well, as far as we know, nothing has occurred that would delay that right. report. Yeah. So everything that was on track at weeks away apparently is still on track. And like you said, I guess it could be days or even today, yeah, it sounds like. Yeah. Uh, obviously, you and I aren't experts on that particular thing, and we don't have inside information. We're just getting uh, reports from, well, I, I guess it, I think it's kind of important for people to know kind of how this works. Um, a lot of people don't realize what uh, it takes to kind of, I guess, gather this information and, you know, you spend the entire day, basically every single day, if you're not talking to somebody about Bible prophecy or current events, you are reading about it Mm -hmm. from a news station or some other place. Absolutely. Um, Are you getting all this off of Fox or CNN? No, I mean, the, the major part of this that I'm getting from is, is all Israeli news. We're getting this from, uh, you know, Jerusalem Post and uh, Israeli 24 News and, and from places like that. So uh, there's several places where you can find this information. It's just that we're not hearing a lot about it here, uh, you know, in the U.S. So Why is that, Doug? 
I, you know, with everything going on right now, it's it's hard to say for sure. I know that we've got a lot of things that, um, you know, are happening right here within our own country. So maybe that's the hot news is to talk about that. And a lot of people don't understand the, um, you know, what what could actually happen if Israel goes over and blows up a nuclear installation. Now, has Israel done this before? They have. They've gone and blown things up. We're going to read some stories today uh, where they're talking about what their plans are. So this has happened before. It hasn't resulted in a big war, but this is the first time I believe that uh, they've talked about an actual plan out loud and said in the media, we have a plan to go in and destroy their nuclear facility. So it's big news. I don't know why we're not hearing a lot about it here, but, um, you know, it's, it is what it is. It's, it's in the Bible. We know that things are going to happen. The, the war is going to happen in that region at some point in time. Could this be something that sparks that war? At this time, I feel like with everything else going on and uh, with the threats from China to Taiwan, with Russia and the Ukraine, and now this with Israel and Iran. Iran's never been this close to a nuclear weapon before. So we'll just have to kind of see what happens here. We'll be taking your calls today if you have a question or comment regarding Israel, Iran, World War III, or even Armageddon or something around that. We'll be happy to chat with you and see if we can provide clarity to the best of our ability. The number to join us is 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Now, Doug, um, why is this important? I think, you know, we're talking about why the U.S. media is not necessarily reporting or even major outlets um, which we know that, at least in the U.S. and probably elsewhere, there are trends that happen. They, you know, are reporting things for clicks and views. Like that's kind of the idea. And and a lot of these larger stations, it's frankly, it's just less about the news and more about getting clicks and boosting your value so you can sell ads ultimately, right? Or control the narrative, whatever it may be. Yeah. So we can't look at Fox or CNN or all these other places as our primary source. We, we look at all those sites. Right. Um, but there are other sites that we look at that maybe, maybe aren't well known or perhaps have been flagged by Snopes as, you know, leaning one particular way or whatever. But we're just trying to find the truth. And, you know, Irvin Baxter started doing this really... In the 50s, 60s, somewhere in there, you know, it wasn't on news sites back then, but right. newspapers he'd get and read, and eventually it turned into news websites, and he followed these for many years and decades, and we were able to establish trends on some of these less known sites and kind of see that um, they report on something that other people say is, now we call it fake news or unreliable or whatever, but we've known for decades that these people report things and then they may happen right. as they reported it. So it's almost like they had an inside scoop or they knew what was available to everyone else and they just didn't, they were the only ones that reported it or whatever. Yeah. And so we follow all sorts of sites like that. And that's sometimes how we're able to get some information that perhaps is not being reported on the mainstream media. But yeah. why would this be important to even talk about, according to Bible prophecy? Well, you know, for one thing, Iran is on the terror alert list. I mean, ever since, you know, uh, 9-11, they've been on the terror watch list. And uh, 
so, I mean, this group of people have threatened to bomb Israel, you know, into the ocean several times. And then they've even talked about coming after America as well. But the reason why it's important Bible prophecy-wise is we know there's a war coming, the Sixth Trumpet War, that's going to emulate out of this area uh, of the Euphrates River. And so that's why it's important because this could be something in that area that's beginning to happen that could lead to that Sixth Trumpet War. All right, well, there it is. You can join us by calling 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. We'll get into more of the scriptures and the current events that are happening in Iran and Israel after the break. Satan and the elites of this world don't want you to understand the timeline leading to the second coming of Jesus. You can pinpoint where we are in the end time. Understand how you fit in and be filled with hope in God's plan by watching The Future According to Bible Prophecy. Go to intime.com slash future or call 800 intime. That's 800-363-8463. Move Mountains with Irvin Baxter. This book by Irvin's grandson provides 30 days of devotion that will enhance your relationship with God and others. Authentic illustrations from early morning devotions at End Time will help you find your purpose and eliminate fears. Commit to taking this 30-day journey and experience real life change. Get your book for only $14.99. Call 1-800-363-8463 or go to endtime.com slash move. Hi, I'm Judy Baxter. When Irvin and I got married, we didn't realize that our calling would be a prophetic ministry. Since we started End Time Ministries, there have been many times we weren't sure how we would pay the bills, but God has always provided. We started with the magazine, then went on radio and TV, and now we have the Jerusalem Prophecy College in Israel and online and End of the Age Plus. The mission has always been to reach people with the gospel of Jesus Christ and the End Time message. Through the years, my husband would say, we will see revival like never before in the last days. We are living in the end time now. Thank you for walking this journey with us and continuing in prayer. You are a part of the team. Thank you for your generous support. It is necessary for God's purpose. The most important thing is that you are ready when the Lord comes. Our hope is to help prepare you for that day. God bless you and we love you. Welcome back to End of the Age. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We have open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. We already have a number of callers, and we will be getting to the calls soon. We do want to establish some information here before we go to the calls, so bear with us if you are on hold. I also want to um, remind everyone that this month only is a special match campaign due to the generosity of uh, some partners uh, they said, hey, let's um, do a match campaign. We will match whatever's donated up to $50,000. So uh, for the month of June, if you give $10, it actually turns into 20 And if you give 50 it turns into 100 And 500 turns into 1000 and so on, up to $50,000. So uh, if you would like your donation to be doubled, go to endtime.com slash 2x. And you can donate there. Or you can give us a call, 800-END-TIME, 800 363 8463. Um, it's pretty cool that somebody's donation could be doubled 
um, just like that. So we're yeah. very thankful for the partners that uh, generously made that happen. Now, Israel plans to attack Iran, Doug. That's a big story, but we better get into it and tell people what's going on. Uh, I think our first story talks about, uh, well, I'll just tell everybody what it says. It's the International Atomic Energy Agency. They've adopted a resolution criticizing Iran for its refusal to cooperate with its inspectors. So that's, they're saying you agreed to these inspections and now you're not cooperating. So this is a problem. Yeah. And Israel Prime Minister Naftali Bennett praised them for their decision to pass the resolution, calling it a clear warning light to Iran. He said this is a significant decision that exposes Iran's true face. The Board of Governors' decision determined that Iran is neither cooperating with the IAEA nor obeying its directives and is thus preventing the agency from fulfilling its important function and acting against military nuclear activity. The many countries that voted for the decision cooperated in order to block and prevent Iran from attaining nuclear weapons. Today's IAEA vote is a clear warning light to Iran. If Iran continues to its activity, the leading countries must bring the matter back to the UN Security Council. This is the first time in two years that the IAEA Board of Governors has passed a condemnation against Iran. 30 countries voted in favor of the resolution. Now listen to this, Doug. This one's pretty interesting. Russia and China opposed it. Mm -hmm. And three countries abstained. India, Pakistan, and Libya. Yeah. And so... Russia and China oppose it. mm -hmm. You've got other nuclear nations. Of course, Russia and China are allies with Iran, so you know they're going to uh, oppose this. But... I mean, what's going on there? You know, if if everything's okay and you're doing what you're supposed to do, you don't mind letting inspectors in to see things. But, uh, you know, here I mean, they, they haven't let these on, inspectors man. in, these watchdogs for nuclear weapons being made. So Now, they agreed to that in advance, correct? Yeah, that was part of the nuclear deal that was made with them. They supposedly were making uh, nukes or nuclear energy for electricity and things like that. Instead, they've been uh, enriching uranium. So uh, they're trying to hide that from this watchdog group. And so very interesting uh, turn of events there. Of course, we kind of knew that was going to happen, especially, you know, when President Biden came into office, he started trying to uh, get these negotiations back in order from where Trump had just pulled completely away from the Iran nuclear deal. Mm -hmm. So. Very interesting that they're doing this under the Biden administration. In addition to that story, uh, well, there's another report. The Iranian government was exposed for turning off two surveillance cameras. So in addition to not allowing the inspectors to come in, they're turning off cameras mm-hmm. of a U.N. nuclear watchdog program that was monitoring one of the country's atomic development sites. Uh, the independent reported that the development initially broke on Iranian State television, the report did not identify at which of the nuclear development sites the infraction occurred. In 2015, the Iranian government and various world powers agreed to a nuclear deal that would allow the Iranian leadership to drastically restrict the amount of uranium it could enrich in exchange for lifting economic sanctions. In the time since Trump's withdrawal from that arrangement, Iran has broken every limit imposed on it by the 2015 deal and now enriches uranium at a 60% purity 
which is weapons grade enrichment, or rather weapons grade enrichment is 90%. Despite the Iranian government's disregard for the restrictions placed upon it, the IAEA has been allowed to continually visit the country's enrichment facility. So, yeah, so Iran is turning off cameras of the UN's. UN cameras being turned off by Iran. Right. And they're refusing to let people come in and inspect facilities. So, uh, Sounds like there's something up, right? So if, I mean, like, like we said before, if we were months away a couple of months ago and then we were weeks away a couple of weeks ago, now are we days away? It's a question that really doesn't get answered in any of these articles. <clears throat> but the big one that you know, we talked about today is that they are making plans to attack Iran. And for them to say that to the media, that is very interesting that Israel would say that. And here's that story from the Jerusalem Post. In the face of Iran's continued development of a nuclear capability, the Israeli Air Force has developed a new capability to be able to fly its F-35 stealth fighter jets. We have a picture of that, right? Do we want to put it now? There's one of those jets there. Uh, Very that that is a U.S. military plane that we have made a contract with Israel and and helped them obtain these stealth. Uh, How about the people watching on their radio? What what are we looking at here? We're looking (laughs) at an awesome-looking stealth fighter. Man, that picture right there, that is very uh, intimidating there. But these are stealth. These are uh, planes that are hard for radar to pick up on, and they fly at supersonic speed. And you can see with this picture right there, they got quite a missile payload on that plane. No doubt. So Israel has developed this new capability to fly this F-35 stealth fighter jet from Israel to the Islamic Republic without requiring mid-air refueling. Mm-hmm. The development is a boost to IAF capabilities and comes as the Israeli military has upped its preparations for a future strike against Iran's nuclear capabilities. In addition, the IAF recently integrated a new one-ton bomb into the arsenal of weapons <clears throat> used by the F-35, so that plane could carry a one-ton bomb on top of all of everything else it's carrying. Yeah, and you would think that they, they made that specifically for bombing an area that might be capable of producing a, a nuclear warhead. It can be carried inside the plane's internal weapons compartment without jeopardizing its stealth radar signature. The bomb is said to be autonomous and protected against jamming and electric warfare systems. The bomb was recently used in a series of IAF tests. News of the progress in military preparedness came just a day after. So after this came out, mm-hmm. Prime Minister Neftali Bennett told the Knesset Foreign Affairs and Defense Committee that Israel's Iran strategy has changed in the last year and it is acting against the head and not just its arms as we had in recent years. That's a pretty bold statement right there. They're going after the head. Well... It's a pretty, pretty capable jet that yeah. you can have confidence in. Absolutely. <laughs> so interesting, these developments that are occurring there. Yeah, very interesting. And, you know, I mean, you want to take some calls and see what people are thinking about that. Maybe they've heard something, uh, you know, today that they could share with us. Absolutely. Let's go to Cliff in Ohio. Cliff, welcome to End of the Age. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Okay. Okay. Uh, oh, I just love what you guys do. I really do. 
and um, uh, being called to it, too. I, I love the fact that I'm on the right side of uh, history and of the cross. Um, mm-hmm. So my question, I, I don't know. It, it, it really doesn't um, really doesn't have anything to do with today's action, but it does have something to do with the potential of war. And I don't know if I don't remember if you guys spoke on it. I believe it was actually David that actually spoke on it. But there was a gentleman who, in the secular world, because of where we are and everything that has happened, he said that we're rated or slated for um, a war in late 22 or 23. And I was wondering, do you remember that gentleman's name and where he's from, what organization that he, he represents? Oh, man, I'll tell you what. I Right off the bat, I do not uh, remember. I've seen the interview myself and, and watched it because Dave shared it with me. So I could find the information and uh, possibly send you a link to it if you email me about it yeah. and, and get you some information on it because I do have the information. I just don't have it here with me. But, yes, you're correct. He's a, a secular uh, a person who has made accurate predictions based on things that he sees happening uh, in economies and in world governments and uh, are in the world government. And uh, he even said in that interview that the next world war would kill one-third of mankind. So he... He actually quoted what the Bible says without quoting the Bible. He understands that that war is going to kill one-third of mankind. Wow. And God, God put, people, put people in certain places to confirm his word, and we don't even know that they're, they don't even know that they're confirming it. Absolutely. But um, I, I thank you so much. I will email you and continue listening to the, uh, uh, this episode. This All right. Show. Well, thank you, you very guys. much, thank Cliff. God bless you. Take care. Thanks, Cliff. God bless you. You can call us, too. The number to join us is 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Randy, let's go to Randy in Illinois. Randy, welcome to End of the Age. Thank you all. That was so great to hear from Cliff. That was such a good nugget. I uh, love you guys. I loved your uh, grandpa, of course, uh, Doug. And I was so happy to get to speak with him a couple of times. That was so great. Anyway, real quick, as you guys know, and you have taught me so much over these years, and I've studied with End Time Magazine and such great, great teaching material, and uh, this is absolutely the best thing on TV or any media. Uh, Come on now. It's truth. <laughs> it's truth. It's absolutely truth. And why is it truth? It's not your opinion. It's not what you quote-unquote think or, or uh, I've seen uh, somebody told me. It's because of it's God's Word, and it was revealed to Irvin. It's unbelievable. And why does he back up his, why does he back up his opinions with the Word of God? Yeah. Uh, anyway, real quick, uh, in the Hadith and Quran, I do not know how to re- read in Arab, Arabic, as they say, um, but I have also read an English version of it, and just to think of a couple of things, when, when uh, Iran, Iran, as they say, they swear with an oath that they will destroy Israel, and Israel absolutely will not let that happen. So mm-hmm. obviously something has to give, but also in the Quran, they 
definitely say or teach from quote-unquote Muhammad and Allah that it is okay to lie to proclaim Allah's word and to change all of the world back to Muslim, as they call it. Everybody is born Muslim, they teach, and to get you to go back to your roots, it's okay to lie or to do anything. But anyway, be that as it may, uh, a scripture that I love and I want everybody, you guys know this so so much, and, and of course you teach about the uh, Revelation uh, chapter uh, 9, uh, yeah, the one-third of the world, and it's so obvious that it will be lost, mankind. But one of my favorite two scriptures, and I hope this would help everybody that is searching or something, the book of Daniel. Well, how do we know Daniel was dreaming or this was a vision shown to him? He says, obviously you guys know this scripture, chapter 7, I was watching and in my night visions. Mm -hmm. Behold, one like the Son of Man coming with the clouds of heaven, and he came to the Ancient of Days. Well, who is that? That is God's Spirit. That's not another man. It's Jesus that's going to be on the throne. As It's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. And they brought him near before him. Then to him. Who's that? Who is that? Then to him, the Messiah, mm-hmm. the glorious one, the one that's going to rule. Then to him was given dominion and glory and a kingdom that all people, nations, languages should serve him. His dominion is going to last Two weeks. Oh, I'm sorry. His dominion <laughs> is an everlasting dominion which shall not pass away, and his kingdom is one that will never be destroyed. Amen. And what's so great about that, uh, I believe it was, I forgot his name already, the last caller. It was so great because he is on that winning side. Amen. And that's the only way we can be winners if we are in Christ Jesus and he covers us with his blood. Amen. Well, anyway, thank you guys. Love you all. Thank you. And this is absolutely the best thing ever. <laughs> well, thank you, Randy. We appreciate it. And I'm it. not paid. Hey, I'm not a paid consultant, you know, at, at the end of an advertisement. <laughs> You're not. You're a real person. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Randy. Thank you. God bless you. We appreciate your call and your encouragement. We have a number of other calls as, as well, um, but we're coming up on a break, so we don't want to bring anyone else on at this moment, but we will be getting back to more calls on the other side of the upcoming break. Um, Doug, mm-hmm. Israel tanks also said to destroy Syrian army outposts. And we don't have time to get into that either, but I wanted to let everyone know there's additional information about what Israel is doing. And so these stories just seem like they've exploded, and they're, no pun intended. And there's more information out there that we haven't covered yet that we will get to, so stick around. Uh, Share the video on Facebook, YouTube, anywhere that you're watching. We appreciate it very much. It helps us get the word out. Don't forget to go to endtime.com slash 2x. Whether it's a global pandemic, threat of war, or floundering economies, end-time events are happening around the world every day. How can you have peace in a world of such great uncertainty? With the End Time Magazine subscription, you can gain a deeper understanding of current events and its prophesied repercussions. End Time Magazine's exclusive content and prophetic insight allows you to understand where we are in the end time. It will give you peace when horrific news and events happen. 
When you subscribe today to End Time Magazine for 12 months for just $19.99, you can have hope for the future because you will understand what the Bible says about the time we are living. You'll get access to exclusive articles like the Prophesied American-Israeli Alliance, End Time Do's and Don'ts, and Could School Choice Save America? Subscribe for you or a friend right now. Go to endtime.com or call 1-800-END-TIME. That's 1-800-END-TIME. The symbols and prophecies within the book of Revelation have perplexed Christians and unbelievers around the world. In his final work, Revelation, the unveiling of Jesus Christ Part 2, the late Irvin Baxter unlocks the mystery of the book of Revelation with in-depth analysis and commentary like you've never heard before. These comprehensive study tools, available for $299, will deepen your biblical understanding. Don't miss this special offer. Call 1-800-END-TIME or go to endtime.com. If your station only carries the first 30 minutes of End of the Age, go to endtime.com and click the watch button to continue today's broadcast. You can also finish up later by clicking the archive button. Welcome back to End of the Age. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We have some open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. We'll be getting to the calls momentarily. Um, the last story we want to share on this um, Israel and World War III situation going on and how Israel plans to attack Iran. Um, the uh, Times of Israel reported that Israeli tanks shelled an observation post set up by the Syrian military. Now, Doug, why is Syria important in this uh, conversation? Well, Syria is very important because they share a border with Israel. And so this is very important. The Golan Heights is a very important area. We actually have a map. If we could throw the map up there and kind of let folks that are viewing this see the map. So I don't know how well you can see there uh, where the map is, but the one that's on the left, it's a map there that shows... Uh, it's a map of Syria. Yeah, there's a map of Syria, but that blue uh, dot in the middle there, that's the Sea of Galilee. So that's Israel right there. It's the Sea of Galilee. So this is north of Jerusalem. And that's the Golan Heights in white right there that you see. And then Syria is on the other side of that white area. So you can see how important this area, this is a demilitarized zone. Uh, we stood at the Golan Heights during the uh, civil war that Syria was having back in 2017. And you could actually see uh, smoke plumes coming up from the bombs from Israel into Syria, and you could hear machine gun fire. That's how close to Israel they are. So there has been troop movement there. And um, if you look at the picture there on the right, I guess it is, uh, it's, it shows you all of Israel in the white there, and then there's Jordan in the green. Syria is up in the right-hand corner there. The Golan Heights are represented there as well with uh, like a white area with lines through it. So uh, that is how small this area is, but it's a demilitarized zone. There's not supposed to be any troop movement from Syria or Israel in that area at all. Now, when we were there, Vince, along the edge of the Golan Heights, there was full military vehicles always patrolling that area. So since then, they've had some troop movements, and that's why Israel uh, struck some insulations there that are uh, 
in that area and uh, and why this was done. It's very interesting, though. I'm going to let you finish that article. It's not a lot to read there, but that very last uh, part of this article is important, like the second to the last paragraph. Well, I don't want to just skip over how you just casually said you were in the Golan Heights where military activity just occurred. Yeah, I mean... Is that what we do on our tours? No, I mean, we were in the Golan Heights. We were perfectly safe. Everything was fine. We just travel up to the Golan Heights. It's a beautiful area, and it's an important area. And there just happens to be a U.N. headquarters there. But guess what side of the Golan Heights it's on? Um, hmm. Yeah, it's on the Israeli side. <laughs> so, Why would that be? I would imagine they probably feel safer there. It's quite they? a bit safer there than Syria. Yes, it would be. Um, we've got a lot of stories about Syria. We, we went to Syria, I think, in the 90s. And that I was the last time. Some of those stories. Um, so our tours don't go to Syria anymore. Right. Um, it's not very safe there. So we don't go to unsafe places. Right. Um, but the Golan Heights, that's a pretty safe place to be. Yeah, I mean, like yeah. you mentioned, there's military presence everywhere. But um, I just considered that there's a tour coming up. Yeah. Uh, we have an, our fall tour is already booked. However, the spring of 2023 tour is now available. Many of you wanted to get in on the fall tour, but uh, within, I think it was like 10 days or so, all the spots were filled up for the, uh, the fall tour. And so we've already opened up spring of 2023. So if you're interested in learning more about that tour, you can go to endtime.com slash tour and uh, request more information there, or you can go ahead and register today if you'd like to. Now, Israel tanks are said to destroy Syrian army outposts. So... I, I shared how that occurred in the, I guess it was part of the Golan Heights, mm-hmm. where it's not supposed to happen. Um, but one of the um, pro-opposition Syrian sources in the Golan Heights says the location was used by Iranian or Iran-backed forces. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. The claim could not be independently verified. There's that. But Israel has repeatedly accused the Syrian military of actively assisting the Iran-backed Hezbollah terror group in the area. Israel has launched hundreds of strikes against Iran-linked targets in Syria over the years and against Syrian military installations in cases where they were being used to attack Israel or Israeli forces. Israel fears Iranian enrichment on its northern frontier and has repeatedly struck Iran-linked facilities and weapons convoys destined to Hezbollah. Yeah, so remember... Uh, this time last year, Vince, we were watching video of Hezbollah launching rockets into Israel, like just hundreds of them, you remember? And we were watching like the Iron Dome intercept those missiles, mm-hmm. listening to the sirens going off, hearing the people screaming in the background. Uh, Hezbollah is right there in the Gaza Strip. So uh, they were that close. You know, it's very close to Tel Aviv and, and those places and, and that it doesn't get into really the heart of Jerusalem, but that's the fear because from Syria they could. So that's why this area is so important. From the Golan Heights, they could reach the heart of Israel, which is Jerusalem, and destroy the old city and, and really wreak havoc there. Uh, and so that's why this is an important thing. Iran has been, their weapons have been intercepted more than once by Israel over the past few years. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and they bring missiles in there uh, by the thousands. And Israel finds out about it because they have one of the best 
uh, intelligence agencies there is. Did and you? They go in and destroy them. When I asked about Syria being important, did you talk about the Euphrates River? Uh, no, I didn't mention that. That's kind of a big one. It's a big one, yeah. Why is that? Because we talk about World War III here in Armageddon. Absolutely. A lot of people confuse the two. We haven't talked about this in a while. You and I haven't. Right. Um, they're not the same event. Yeah. World War III is specific, and it mentions the Euphrates River. And so yeah. that's why I wanted to highlight that so you could kind of talk about that for a second. Right. So the, the Bible does say in Revelation nine thirteen through 21, it talks about the Six Trumpet War, what we call World War III. And it says that that is where uh, this battle will start from, from the area of the Euphrates River. There's four angels that are bound up in this area. They're loosed for a certain time. Uh, and they cause this war to happen, and this war results in one-third of mankind being killed. So the Euphrates River area is is in that region. Of course, not right there at where Syria is, uh, but around Turkey, Iran, uh, Iraq, and, uh, and parts of this region. So this is very important because that all that area right there is the Euphrates River area. It like separates the land masses right there. Uh, and it goes all down into the Persian Gulf. So be- because of that, that's why this is always a hot topic. It's a hot spot for something like this to happen. And there's also, you know, there's prophecy about Damascus being destroyed. And people are always asking, when is that going to happen? And so uh, we, we have uh, theories on that. Some people believe it's already happened back uh, during the time of the Assyrians. And, uh, you know, if we have time today, we might get into that. If we don't, we might talk about that on another program one day and kind of break that down a little better for people. But Damascus is in Syria and Damascus is still a city. It hasn't been completely turned into rubble. And so people are always asking, is, could this be part of that? Could this be part of that? Well, we don't know yet. We're just going to have to kind of wait and see how all this plays out. But it's a very important region, and it's very important to that scripture. So, another important thing. Do you want to? What do you want to do here? I'll let you decide. Do you want to talk about that? You want to go to the scripture and talk about some of the scripture right here? I will do whatever you want to do, Doug. <laughs> all right, uh, let's do just that. Don't quick. forget the oil. I, I know. Let's do this quick, and then we'll go to to our callers. But, all right. Uh, so one of the scriptures, this is one of the things that we know, okay? So if there were a war to happen there with Israel and Iran, and this started that war, uh, will these countries be completely destroyed? We get that question sometimes, or where are they in Bible prophecy? So Iran, we know, will not be completely destroyed because they are in the battle of Gog and Magog. We believe the battle of Gog and Magog to be the battle of Armageddon. That battle will happen at the end of the Great Tribulation, with the return of Jesus Christ. And so, Ezekiel 38, Vince, tells us about Iran. Starting in verse 4, it says, And I will turn thee back, and put hooks into thy jaws, and I will bring thee forth, and all thine army, horses and horsemen, all of them clothed with all sorts of armor, even a great company with bucklers and shields, all of them handling swords. Persia, Ethiopia, and Libya with them, all of them with shield and helmet, Gomer and all his bands, the house of Tagamara of the north quarters, and all his bands, and many people with thee. Yeah, so the clue there is it names Persia. 
Well, Persia is modern-day Iran, okay. uh, and, and they will be one of these invading forces that come down uh, with Russia into uh, Israel at the Battle of Armageddon. Okay, So we know that Iran will be there. So the next question is, well, what's going to happen with Israel? So will Israel uh, be defeated? Will they lose in this battle? And no, we know that because of Zechariah 14. Zechariah 14, we know, is the Battle of Armageddon. Uh, because this is the battle where the Lord shall come down and his feet will touch the Mount of Olives. And it says that the armies of heaven come with them. So uh, we have this scripture from Zechariah 14. Verse 1, Behold, the day of the Lord cometh, and thy spoil shall be divided in the midst of thee. For I will gather all nations against Jerusalem to battle, and the city shall be taken, and the houses rifled, and the women ravished, and half of the city shall go forth into captivity, and the residue of the people shall not be cut off from the city. Then shall the Lord go forth and fight against those nations as when he fought in the day of battle. Okay, so... The, the scripture from Ezekiel shows us these nations will come down with the, the world government nations and they'll attack Jerusalem. This scripture tells us that Jerusalem will be uh, in control of Israel during that time. They're going to control the city because you can't lose half of the city if you don't have the entire city. And so at this battle, uh, just before the Lord comes and fights for them, they're going to lose half of the city. And half the city will go into captivity, but there's going to be a residue of people who are still fighting uh, and, and they will not be cut off from the city. They're still going to be there. Then Jesus will come down and he'll fight those nations uh, for Israel. And he comes down with the, you know, you can read the entire chapter to see the whole picture, but he comes down with the armies of heaven, his feet touch the Mount of Olives, there's a great earthquake, all the things that the Battle of Armageddon talks about. So that's how we know that even if this war begins and Israel were to attack Iran, those two nations are still going to be fully functional, so they won't be completely destroyed. But this is going to probably result in a worldwide type of situation because uh, we believe that uh, when that battle happens, that that one-third of mankind is killed by the smoke, the fire, and the brimstone. Uh, Those are implements of war and bombs, and we believe that this will be a a worldwide event. That's why we believe it's World War III, and I just believe people will begin to take shots at their, their enemies. So... Anyway, that's, that's how we come to the understanding that Iran will be there and Israel will be there even after this Sixth Trumpet War. Is World War III going to start in 2022? I mean, we don't have the answer for that because Scripture doesn't tell us exactly when it's going to start, but it could. It could. It could happen. And we're not sure. Right. No date we want to throw out. No, sir. We're not throwing dates We don't do that. Sure. All right. We'll be right back. We do have some open lines. You can join us at 877 time 877 877- Three six three eight four six three. I've been part of the End Time family from the beginning over 30 years ago when my parents, Irvin and Judy Baxter, began ministry from the recliner in our living room. My name is Jana Robbins. I have the pleasure of connecting with our incredible partners every day. End Time is a small nonprofit that runs a high-traffic website, a daily TV and radio show, the Prophecy College in Jerusalem, and more. Although we have less than 30 team members, we are able to serve tens of millions of people each month. We survive on the goodness of God and donations averaging about $50. If everyone hearing this message gave $22, our financial needs would be met for the year. 
If you only give to one cause per month, please consider partnering with End Time to help get the message of our soon coming King out to the world. Call us at 1-800-END-TIME to give today or go to endtime.com to become a monthly or one-time partner. Welcome back to End of the Age. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We have some open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. We'd love for you to join us. Let's go to Joe in New York. Joe, welcome to End of the Age. You guys are still alive, huh? (laughs) We are. It's good to hear from you, Joe. Yeah, I've been uh, kind of ill Mm. the last few weeks, but uh, getting getting better. Uh, I'm going to try to be brief. I don't know if you guys ever watch a particular broadcast from Israel. The website is called tv7israelnews.com. It's run by believers. The latest post, which I will read to you right now from a few, e- few hours ago, Israel, uh, <clears throat> Iran posts images of removing all, the, all of the cameras that were placed by the IAEA, and they posted it for the world to see in response to the actions that, that uh, I forget the guy's name, the head of the IAEA said yesterday. So this is the latest news coming out that I can find. But they show, I didn't, I didn't look at the whole broadcast, but you, you, you might want to write down the name of this website because you guys do a lot of searching and research. But this tv7israelnews.com is terrific. You go there and they do like a 12-minute update of all the headlines. And then if you scroll down, because I keep it saved, you could look at a live feed looking at, at Jerusalem, which every night I look at Jerusalem because I'm going to live there pretty soon, like <laughs> all of us <laughs> yeah. that love the Lord. <laughs> but I wanted to like, just give you guys a heads up what you started your broadcast today about Iran and the actions that they're taking. And I think, I think this is what is motivating Israel to start, like, you know, moving their boots pretty quickly, because now Iran is really just stating that they're against, you know, the European nations. They're, they, we know that they, they hate the USA, but now they've removed all those cameras. If you go to that broadcast at TV7 Israel, it shows you. It's a very good broadcast. So I just wanted to just put in my two cents about the latest that I could find. All right. Well, thank you, Joe. We appreciate that. And we uh, we actually get news from Arut Sheva, which I think is Channel 7, I think, is what that translates into. But I would definitely check it out. Okay. I love you guys. I, I'm, I, I'm a greatly appreciating your prayers. Both me and my wife have been fighting very debilitating illnesses and, uh, uh, you know, we, we take one day at a time, and the Lord gets us through. You know, it's uh, <laughs> not fun growing old. When you're young, you can get through anything. Mm. But uh, thank you for your prayers. I love you guys, and I pray for end time every day. Thank you, thank Joe. Thank you, Joe. God bless love you. Love you too, brother. God. Joe's very special to this program for a number mm. of reasons. Yeah. One, he tells us how good we look every time <laughs> he calls. I need that sometimes. Uh, no doubt. And then uh, he's called for many, many years. And the call that kind of, I guess, is the highlight for me is he was the second to last caller when Irvin was on. Yeah. And it kind of stuck out because he said, you know, I just felt like 
I should call in, and he just complimented him and, com- and mm-hmm. said all this good stuff about him. Yeah, it was on a Friday open line in late October 2020, mm. and uh, it was a nice call, you know. Right. And yeah. so we just kind of thought it was special. We actually had it noted to maybe go back and pull the clip for who knows what. And then uh, Irvin ended up getting sick and passed away. Just That was his last show. Right. And so Joe will be forever imprinted in our mind because of that very special call. Yeah. So we love Joe. I think he needs his own show, though. Yeah, uh, On top absolutely. of how much we love him, I think he could have a really <laughs> great show that a lot of people would want to watch. But... Uh, that's neither here nor there right now. We do have open lines, 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Let's go to Roy in Florida. Roy, welcome to End of the Age. Hello, my brothers from another mother. How are you? <laughs> We're well. How are you, Joe? Or Roy, I'm sorry. <laughs> that's okay. Stuck on Joe. <laughs> <clears throat> that's all right. Uh, God bless everybody and everybody's listening. I had a question for you, and let's go by facts that we do know. We do know that bombs are going to fall. We know that the flesh is going to fall off our skin, the eye sockets are going to fall out, mouth, the tongues will fall. We know all of this is factual. Let's take a hard look at something else here, and I'm going to really pick your brains now. If that is true, in a a battle of Armageddon, we come down to fight with Jesus against the armies that are invading Israel. In there, if there's a nuclear bomb that goes off in Israel or over anywhere in that area, there won't be anybody to come back and fight. There won't be anybody to come back, you know, that's just, that just states that. He says in the Bible that he's going to come down with his armies and he's going to fight the people that are t- trying to take Israel. That means that nuclear bombs won't be dropping in Israel. Mm-hmm. Picking your mind on that now, where are they going to fall? Now we're to the subject of we got Israel, little Satan and big Satan. You got Israel and you have the United States. Before anybody could probably mess with little Israel, they're going to have to go after us, in my opinion. When it says that they're carried on the eagle's wings, thinking back now, eagle's wings, if, if America is not here, we have our air bases, we have aircraft carriers, and we have subs. Could those wings be very well aircraft carriers that go in and defend Israel in that aspect, because we have to seriously ask ourselves, where are the bombs going to drop? Mm-hmm. If the Euphrates River, we know that the Euphrates River, they have to come down the Euphrates River, it's full of water right now. We know that God can make it so hot that he can either evaporate that water, make a sinkhole, do whatever and get rid of the water. All these things are going to have to happen. But as we are approaching this time now, how fast these things can happen and come about are all right here at our feet. Yeah. What are your thoughts? Well, okay, so looking at looking at the scripture and what we're talking about here where where we're talking about the tongues and the eye sockets and everything, the the thing about that you're right, I don't think that that can happen uh in Israel and have people survive that. But they can if God provides a way to survive that. That's one thing. We know blow that the that... The opposite. Blow, the, blow the winds the other direction. Yeah, I mean, he could do pretty much anything he wants to do. He's God, and if he can separate the Red Sea and swallow the right. enemies up, yeah, he can do anything. So, so I, I can't take that God factor out of that. But I, I will say this. We know that that war, the Battle of Armageddon War, 
is going to take place in Israel. That's like a very concentrated area where this war is going to happen. That's not going to be a worldwide war. Now, the Antichrist will have wars before he comes at Israel. We know that from Daniel 11. Right. Uh, now, could some of that happen before uh, as far as could America be taken out in one of those wars? And, and I believe possibly we could. But at this Battle of Armageddon, we got to think about this is concentrated right there in Jerusalem. The right. Bible talks about the blood coming up to uh, the horse bridles uh, in, in the valley, in the Kidron Valley. Okay, right. so so that's going to be a very concentrated area. But we also have the scripture that says people from the nations that came against Israel will survive uh, this battle. And so that leads me to thinking that there will not be like total global destruction. It'll all be concentrated there for this particular battle. Right. So if if that's the case, then, yes, I believe we got to factor in the God factor. And, and that he can protect Israel uh, and keep them from being able to be affected by uh, the, the nuclear weapons uh, and the fallout of that. And right. how that's going to happen, I don't know. But the Bible does talk about a great earthquake that swallows up the armies. It says it swallows up the waters, which we believe from Revelation 12, that those waters will be people's multitudes, nations, and tongues, like it says in Revelation 17. So when it says that the dragon opens his mouth and a flood comes out to subdue the woman, that the earth opens up and protects her or helps her, uh, maybe God will use something in one of those catastrophic events that he can shield Israel from this. But, you know, right. I, I don't know. And alter the, alter the things that are coming. But yes, I sir. think that there's one thing that we can all agree on, and that one thing is it's on our doorstep. Yeah, absolutely, Roy. It is on our doorstep. Yes, sir. And we need to all be right in our minds, in our hearts, our thinking. And I'm glad I found you guys and listened to you guys and... I love getting you guys' opinions and, you know, listening to your thoughts. Yeah. And the people that call in have ideas and their thoughts, so we all learn from each other. Amen. So I just wanted to pick your brains on that and see what you had to say and think. And God bless you, and you guys have a nice day. All right. Thanks, well, God Roy. bless you, Roy. Take care. Bye. You know, Roy's talking about how we have to be ready, Doug. Mm -hmm. That's really the central thing that we do here every day. Our motivation is we want to be ready. Right. And we want to help as many people as we can be ready. Yep. And so we do a wide variety of things with that as our motivation. Mm -hmm. This show, End of the Age, is available 100% free. We put this out on the Internet. We put it on the radio. We put it on television. Zero dollars to watch this show one hour every single weekday. Right. I don't know a lot of places that do that. It's one thing we've always done. And we're going to keep doing it for as long as we possibly can. I don't see that ever changing in the future. We have developed Into the Age Plus, which is our version of Netflix, essentially. Mm -hmm. There is uh, probably maybe thousands, definitely hundreds of hours of free videos that are available there. I, I would say probably thousands. Might be thousands. <laughs> but there's also videos that are locked behind a subscriber wall yeah. that, that you have to pay for. Right. So not everything's free on there. But there is a portion on there that's, that you have to pay for. Yeah. Everything we've ever done that's relevant today, we don't have uh, the four blood moons on there because that was an event from 10 years ago. 
Um, wow, has it really been? I think it's, it's about ten time. years. Yeah, wow. and so there's there's older videos like yeah. that that you know just kind of expired because sure. the, you know we don't have the show we did on um, the year two thousand things right. like that. But yeah. nonetheless, Revelation Volume One and Two totally available on there mm-hmm. on demand twenty four seven. Understand the end time. Our foundational content totally available. The Salvation Package. We tell people, don't watch that unless you want to know the truth. Right. You're going to be mad at us if you watch that and you didn't want to know the truth. Right. It's on there, available for streaming 24-7. Yeah. We have videos in Spanish, Italian, Russian, Arabic, Hebrew. I don't know what else, but three more languages. French, probably. French is on there. There's yeah. a number of others available on End of the Age Plus. Watch yeah. that in time.com. We have the Jerusalem Prophecy College. That's yeah. something that we think everybody in the world needs to go through. When stuff starts happening in Israel, we're going to look to the graduates of Jerusalem Prophecy College and we're going to say, hey, y'all are the frontline people. Mm-hmm. We need you to help us go. We're going to go there and knock doors. That's been part of our plan. We're going to figure out a way to get the word out and we're going to look to Jerusalem Prophecy College graduates to make that happen right. along with us. And so, go to JerusalemProphecyCollege.com, endtime.com slash JPC, enroll in that. You do have to pay for that. It costs a lot of money to keep all that up, and we make it happen because people pay for it, and we've got to continue to do that. Um, we but do they get a diploma from that, and they are eligible to go with us to Israel in, in that final seven-year period. That's where we're going to look to first. Right. We do a, a lot of stuff because we want people to be ready Right. right now, I mean, if the don- if donations made it possible to make all that free, we would. Right. It just isn't possible right now. But nonetheless, we are motivated to help people be ready, and that's why we come and do what we do every day. That's right. I didn't mean to take up the last three minutes. Doug, what do you, what do you want to finish with? About 20 seconds. If, uh, if you need to understand what it means to be born again, then contact us or go to intime.com slash reborn. All right, cool. We'll be right back here tomorrow. It's open line, so we'll see you there at 3 p.m. Call with any question that you have. This has been End of the Age, brought to you by the faithful partners of End Time Ministries. If you're not currently a partner with End Time Ministries, or if you would like more information, we invite you to call us at one 800 end That's 1-800-363-8463 or visit us online at endtime.com.